Hello and welcome back to the Football Chat Podcast. It's episode 109 today where we'll be discussing the Chelsea management team and whether Todd Bowley is clueless. Now, of course, the title's a little bit jokey. I don't think Todd Bowley has no idea what he's doing. But we are going to discuss the situation so far, where he's gone wrong with his first foray into the football club owning market and where he needs to improve for the rest of his stay. Who knows how long it'll be? This could be as long as the Roman era. It could be 50 years or he could sell it in a couple of years. Who knows? But we're going to talk about the situation so far to start off with. Should we go back to last summer? Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, mate. July 2022. Time to be a Chelsea fan. People were very positive. Todd Bowley. Well, so firstly, Roman Abramovich, of course, forced to sell the club due to his involvement in the conflict in Russia, and then Todd Bowley comes in with Clear Lake Capital and purchases Chelsea for a fee around 3.5 billion, I believe. Yeah, or something like that. Oh, that that was that was a rumored fee at the time, maybe even higher than that, but. Todd Bowley certainly paid a lot of money for Chelsea Football yeah. Club. And he came in that summer and there was very positive signs. I think a lot of Chelsea fans were optimistic about our chances of success under Bowley. He seemed to have a lot of a lot of passion, a lot of desire to be the best. I mean, you look at the transfers we made, the amount of money we splashed in that, in that window alone. It's pretty mental. Koulibaly, of course, at £40 million. Sterling, £40 million. You've got uh, a Bamiang, of course. Fafana came in that window. Yeah. I th- I, honestly, so many things have happened. I've forgotten yeah. who came in the there summer, who came in in January. Of, lot of but yeah, we certainly made a lot of transfers last summer. Did we target the areas that were most I think necessary? So. Do I you? think so. We brought in two centre halves. We did. Um, and that was useful uh, because uh, Christensen yeah. and Rudiger had to leave on uh, threes. A backup left wing rack, which is we needed for years. You can also cover um, a left centre half. Yeah, you can also cover a left centre half. We brought in a. Well, we brought in a striker who we thought might get us goals, saying that our last half-decent striker was probably Diego Costa. How much striker did we bring in? Aubameyang. Oh, of course, yeah, sorry. Uh, and I, f- I, s- I, mean, I forgot he played yeah, for Chelsea Football Club yeah. in all honesty, because he's not played since, what, then, October now? And then we also brought in Sterling, who again was a proven Premier League, proven in the Premier yeah. League, we know but what he's I think we've been unfortunate, though, with Sterling mostly, because he's been injured for a lot of it. But when he's we played, have. he's played well. He has played quite Sterling. well. But overall, I think when you look at that window now, we look back with a some regret. I don't think Koulibaly was the right addition. Would I have gone for Mark Kukurea? Probably not, oh, considering Potter's yeah, not here now. I, this is the problem. Because if you ask me, is Koulibaly a good signing under Tuchel? Like go when I guess Tuchel wanted him, and we could have moulded him to get used to the Premier League. If you then ask me if he's a good signing under Potter, we're four managers on now. Yeah, that's the problem. I just there's no identity behind this team. You look at Liverpool and you look at the players, and you go if Klopp leaves, they have to target someone who can play that gagging pressing, yeah. that high press system. But there's also other options. Obviously, you could play sound like a tiki taka with Chelsea. It's such a weird amalgamation of footballers. Like we've got forty yeah. players at the, the side. We've had these ridiculous the stories. You have half a squad that Thomas Tuchel wanted, half a squad yeah. that Graham Potter wanted, and they're all managed by Frank Lampard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair it's, enough. It's, it's just, it's just yeah. Uh, I, it, it's a terrible situation, and because that's the problem. You look at the win. You look at the January window. Mudrik, Badia Shile, um Enzo Fernandez. Enzo Fernandez, the big one at 100 mil. Brilliant window. Three world class players. 
Yeah. The problem is David Atra for Fana. Yeah, he's also very good. You know, quite good. For, and we also we brought in a lot of youngsters with high potential. The problem is yeah. they weren't. They weren't. They're not wanted by Frank Lampard. They were Graham Potter signings, and now Frank Lampard's mm. got to manage them. Yeah, it's a it's a really weird situation, isn't it, Chelsea right now, where there is no one playing style that suits all. There's too many players to please everyone. Yeah. I don't understand how it fits into a side. You've got like. You know, you've got seven players that fit one system and another seven that fit yeah. a different system and another seven that fit a different system. You've got people changing. It just, it seem, we seem to follow the same recruitment that Chelsea have over the last decade. It's just this scattergun approach. We're just going to buy all the talent and we'll work out what we do with it afterwards. It just means that no manager can come in and stamp no. their authority. Well, what it does mean like is that, that like once every five years, we'll ha- we'll have a fantastic window. You look back to yeah. 16, 17... <laughs> Was it 16, Is that a fantastic when we brought back Okay, not that window. Which window? We went Hazard, Courtois, and um, everyone else. We brought them all in. Well, that was like 2013. Though. That was a good window. Okay. Well, it's been 10 years, but... <laughs> that was our best window since last summer. Courtois and Hazard weren't the same window either. Has... They are. Courtois joined 2012. Hazard. Oh, 2011, sorry. Hazard joined 2012. Because Hazard joined after the Champions League success. Oh yeah, of course. Well, I joined before, yeah. but I think was probably on loan at Atleti or in the. Uh, oh yeah, no, concert. yeah, I forgot that Courtois we bought Courtois and sent him back yeah. to Atleti, and then he came back in 2012 with Hazard. Regardless, quick history lesson yeah. there, aren't we, yeah. Courtois? But Todd Bowley then. So where are we now? April. We are. <laughs> April. Thank God, season's over in a month. <laughs> Nine months break. on from his acquisition of the club. Has it I... been? A, has it been a success or a failure so far for Todd Bowley? Oh, it's been a failure. <laughs> But I, I, I don't think that's entirely his fault. No? No. I think we've brought in some world-class players. We've had some world-class windows. I, I just think... I, I don't think the fans haven't helped him. We'll touch on that in a bit. And this the, the, the manager, the underperformance of the team, I don't think lies on him. Because we've brought in the right players. Mm. We've got world-class footballers in our football team. They just haven't been put together to play well. No. This is, uh, again, as we've said, it's a really weird squad at the moment. We don't actually have a striker. The only one that is there has been frozen out of the team and that's for the thing. some You've reason. players, you know, re- key players underperforming, like Mason Mount. You've got players yeah. that have been frozen out, like you know, Aubameyang. And even Ziyech and, Ziyech and Pulisic have been frozen out. To a certain out extent, yeah. And then, and then if you couple that with the injury crisis that we've had this yeah. season, I think over half the squad's probably had a injury-lasting at least a week or so. So I, I do think it's been a tough situation for yeah. all involved. But if you ask me, has Todd Bowley been successful or whether he's failed? I, I would argue he's failed so far yeah, just definitely. simply because I don't think definitely. he's gained the support of the Chelsea fans that he yeah, had at no. the start. I think, if anything, that's decreased over time, which is quite strange. Usually you see a football yeah. owner, people are apprehensive at first and then they start to grow to like them as they do more for the club. Instead... Everyone was loving Bowley, and it's I think that lies down. on Chelsea fans a lot. Because, what do you mean by that? Well, I think obviously it is very hard as a Chelsea fan for most Chelsea fans who have you know spent you know decades, you know, not decades, spent years you know watching Roman Abramovich own this football club, and you know we've once yeah. we've been very successful under Roman. I think it was obviously very hard for Chelsea fans for Roman to go and come with a new owner. And then when this new owner isn't doing as well as the Branovichs, they're all we're very quick to jump on the bandwagon of 
I don't like this person. Because we got attached to Tuchel, and then as soon as he was gone and we brought in Potter, I think you know, some Chelsea fans didn't give Potter a chance. Immediately on his back. No, and I think that, while that's a negative, I do think that was a big, big error by Todd Bowley. If you want to get the Chelsea fans on side, do not sack the most successful coach in recent times. The Champions League winning coach. Yeah, I, I, bring, that, leave him to the end of the season. That was, that was a terrible There season. was no harm in letting Tuchel see out this season and see where we are. Because I think we'd yeah. be in a stronger position. I think we'd at least be in the top seven. I think oh, yeah, we'd definitely be... still be in the Champions League. Which we, I know we're yeah. still in there. And but... going to Real Madrid <laughs> God. tonight, by the time this yeah. goes out, if we had Thomas Tuchel, I would say we're doing this. We mm. are doing this. We're going to win the Champions League. Instead, I, I, Frank Lampard. I love Frank Lampard. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely. Are we going to get to double digits? <laughs> like, but he spent most of his managerial career at Derby and at Everton and at Chelsea and at Chelsea. He did well, do that. But he's managed the Championship and he's only just kept the team out of the Championship. But he did keep him out of the Championship. He That's did positive do because that. we are still in the relegation but fight. But, yeah, for the league, brilliant. We know he's got that relegation dogfight in. But uh, for the Champions, oh, it's just, yeah, I don't know. I, I was, I think, if we look at his decisions, I think sacking Tuchel was the wrong one. I think sacking Potter was the right one, because sacking Potter and bringing in Lampard, I think, has brought some of the fans back on side. I disagree. Again, I think he's made another mistake because Graham Potter, as much as Chelsea fans were getting on his back, as much as Chelsea fans weren't supporting him necessarily, he was with the side for a very long time, for for quite a while. Yeah. Lampard's only just coming in. If we had the only chance we had at winning the Champions League was if Graham Potter's there. If Frank Lampard pulls off a miracle, Frank Lampard pulls off a miracle. We build him a statue. We hail him as the Messiah. But. Like He's that's unlikely going to happen. So in in the, in the situation we don't win the Champions League, I think we look at it as if Grand Pot was there. He's more likely to have won the Champions League than Frank Lampard, simply because he's been yeah. there for a while. There's a chance that he pulls off something tactically. If we're going to beat Real Madrid, it's not going to be because we had more heart or passion or whatever. You know, those sort of football fans would say. Yeah, Frank Lampard, he is tactically limited. Yeah. I'll be honest. That's, that's not a necessarily no. a criticism of Lampard. It is a criticism, but it's not harsh because he's not had much experience. He's not. That's no. not his side. Of, that's not but where he. I his feel his, his game plan might be to go to the burnabout and outrun them <laughs> and then be be stronger than them. And I'm you win never on. know. It might work. Mason Mount might loop one in top corner and that, we might have another that, magical. That's what I was about to come on. Champions League. The night. saving grace for Chelsea could be that. If Frank Lampard can get players like Mount, players like Pulisic, somehow firing like they were for him in 2019. You know, yeah. 2020, not 2020. Yeah, 2020. Was it 2020? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was 2019. 2020. Um, you know, yes, we haven't got Tammy Abraham, but we've got Kai Havertz. Maybe you can get him fired. No, that's not No, if anything, Kai Havertz is not going to play for Chelsea but again. But I, I think if we can get, I think Lampard could get Madrid firing. Which would mm. be nice if you could, but if you can get, I think, I think he's a good manager. Me, I don't think he's a miracle. <laughs> the main one. No, you're going to be with us, Sire, honestly. The main one for me would be get Mason Mount back to his best because that will make everyone else yeah. around him infinitely better. And the only man that can do that, I think, is Frank Lampard. And if that doesn't work, then we have to sell Mount. But yeah, so is he losing the support of Chelsea fans, Todd Bowley? Because we've gone, we've gone a bit of a tangent now. We're looking at Lampard and whether we can win the Champions League. But has Todd Bowley lost the support of Chelsea fans? <sighs> yeah. I think he's lost support, some of them. I, used to, I He hasn't lost my support. 
So that so Todd. No, but I I don't. I still I don't hate the bloke or anything mental like that. I don't necessarily think he's bad at his job, but I do have questions over his tenure so far. I think there's been a lot of calls which are a bit nonsensical. There's apparent rumours. There's mental rumours like that James Corden was involved in the decision making regarding Frank Lampard. Apparently, in February, James Corden mates with Todd Bowley called him up and said you should give Frank the gig, mate. Which what? If, Sorry. if true, <laughs> on what great. planet has that happened? Well, I just, not on this planet. Oh, you never know, do you? James Corden really is the expert there when it comes to picking football oh, managers. Dear. But it's a bit odd because he's hired the people to do the jobs that he can't, and yet he seems to overrule them. Like he brought in Christopher mm. Vivill, who is mm. a fantastic uh, technical director, and then he's proceeded to just not listen really because Vivo reportedly wants Julian Nagelsmann and Bolis seems more intent on Luis Enrique he wants short term success makes sense Bolis needs a trophy really next year to get Chelsea yeah. fans on side oh yeah that, I think that is a big thing uh, that's a big I think if he brings in Nagelsmann and we get Champions League football next year I'm content because I know Nagelsmann has that long term success yes, in him but we are very different to most Chelsea fans Very a lot of Chelsea fans are very reactionary um, as we've learned mm. throughout this season. So I feel from a Todd Bowley point of view, if he wants to have the... Ma- I, I don't know if most Chelsea fans are rational. I think that's just the loud minority. Yeah, I, I, if he wants to have the majority of Chelsea support, though, I think he's got to... De- he needs to find a way to deliver a trophy next season. Because if we go trophyless mm. for two seasons, not even a Carroll Cup... We might win the Summer Series in uh, in July. Oh. A, a six-team tournament in Philadelphia. That's featuring. forget. Big teams like Brentford, Aston Villa, Newcastle and other mid-table sides and Chelsea, of course. Yeah, I I think... uh, Does a lot rest on Bowley whether Frank Lampard can get us back into Europe this season? It's done, I think it's done. I don't don't think it does. I don't think Bowley's going to sell if we don't get Europe. No, 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 but I mean... We enter a difficult financial situation without Champions League football. If we win the Champions League, if we get Champions League football, everyone's passing. Todd yeah. Bowley gets a picture on the wall in the studio and, you know, everyone's... everyone's okay, we were the champions first year, everyone's forget what, what we're well, talking exactly, about Well, exactly, so... I, that's his saving grace, isn't it, I for just, everything like that? I just think for Bowley, it is very... It is a very hard seat. It's, a ve- it's very hard to replace Roman Abramovich. Very, very hard. Not only at the yeah. club, but also in Chelsea fans' hearts. But yeah, what needs to be done over the summer then? It is we'll probably players, yeah. <laughs> we probably end up doing another seven Chelsea videos before the start I have of the season. One word, but... and by three words actually: sell, sell, sell. Right. Not the club. Everyone's gone. <laughs> yeah, we, we need to. We need to. Auction. I agree with the notion that a clear out is necessary, but I don't. I also think we need to buy players. We do. We need to probably, but the right players. We have to get rid of some players. Don't don't go in June. Oh, let's just get him, get him, get him. Let's think about it. We've got till August. Yeah, exactly. Go through oh, the I options. I think there's a good list of 10, 15 that I would sell. You're going to sell 15 players? Okay, 10 then. I, I go think, on then. I, I've kind of got... Yeah, I've name got. the 15 players, no. 10 players that you're going to sell. Aubameyang, Pulisic, Ziyech, Gallagher, Loftus-Cheek. That's five. It's too early to sell Koulibaly, isn't it? Probably, yeah. I don't really know where he goes. I don't know where half of those players go, yeah. but you know. I think Mendy you can possibly sell. Why Mendy and not Kepa? 
Brooks get better? Is he though? By like, what? What grounds do, do you, do you think, all that? To be fair, that could be. That's actually a good point. Will Wendy start the Champions League on Wednesday? Probably not, because Cavs played every game. But yeah, I would not start him in the. But I started him on Sunday. But uh, yeah. I thought Frank Lampard would have. I thought Frank Lampard I thought would have started Wendy. Yeah. I thought, but he maybe might. just kind of doesn't want to upset the team too much, like unbalance it already. I think there's also a lot of direction from above, and I think that's why they brought in Potter and got rid of Tuchel, because I think Tuchel was mm. too outspoken. Whereas Potter, because he's not got the... He doesn't come with reputation. No, he comes from a little old man from Brighton. Well, exactly. So I I think he was... They were able to push him around the ownership. And I think Lampard won't want to come in and upset everyone. So I think no. he'll also just follow suit. Which worries me that there's a lot of Did power from the top. Yeah, and that the manager doesn't actually have much control. Because, well, that was the reported thing is that Kepper... Because Kepper came in when Potter came in. That could just be a coincidence. But... And of course, Mendy got injured around the same time. One of the theories is that they want Kepa playing because he's got a higher resale value. Yeah. Which, when you think about it, does make sense. But is goalkeeper position Chelsea need to target in the summer? 100%. Or is it just stick with Mendy or Kepa for now and then Gabriel Lanina is going to be good enough in a few years? It's a long few years. I think unless Mendy... Is it? He's 19 now. He can I, start at 21. I think unless Mendy delivers... He, uh, you know, a, a season which he had, you know, for the last two years, then yes. But I look back at the start of this season, falling over yes. Brendan Aronson, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, Howler. But then I look back at some fantastic saves at Brentford, like last season. If he can get back on form, Edward Van, that's huge for us. So I, yeah. I like Kepa, but I, he, he's not great. Yeah, it's another weird situation where Chelsea yeah. have but, two but, goalkeepers yeah. who are very similar. But I also I look at it, look at our goalkeepers over you know, check. For a few years, fantastic! What a keeper, Thibaut mm. Courtois. Until he became a snake, you know, brilliant, brilliant goalkeeper. Yeah, well, I don't really know what your point yeah, is, no. other than we've had good goalies for the no, last I'm fifteen saying, years. Yeah, and then you look at Mendy, Champions League winning season. What a keeper! This season, the one position we haven't been able to rely on. I don't think. I think. Well, Kepa's I, good. I think like when Kepa was like refusing to be subbed off in Carabao Cup finals, that was probably not a great time for goalkeepers. No, it wasn't. I don't know that. Yeah, okay. But I, I think I would, I you either start Mendy or sell Mendy. You bench Kepa because Kepa is your brilliant cup goalkeeper. We know he can. He's good at penalties. Well, we're not good at taking them. We learned that in the F. We left that in the one of the several domestic finals we played against Liverpool, which we've drawn yeah. nil nil and got penalties. <laughs> yeah, I've had a lot of nil-nil he is he is quite good at saving penalties but he didn't save a single one in that yeah, there's that. a lot of work to do over the summer I'm yeah. sure we'll do a more in-depth video in that at a later date today's focus obviously is Todd Bowley and his yeah. interesting start to life as Chelsea owner last question on the board then I think this one's a bit this is a bit more controversial than the rest can he ever match the success of Roman Ooh. Abramovich that's a tough question it is because I have two different answers. <laughs> yes or no? Wow, guys. Well, yeah. Revelationary. <laughs> He's come up with the two options. <laughs> I think yes, because I think he has more money. He's clearly, you know, he's shown he's very happy to spend a lot of money to, you know, to win trophies. I'm just, he's got more money. Uh, no, no, because he's... Just look, a factually incorrect the, statement. Look at the way he splashed the cash. That only shown so far is that he can mismanage finances. 
Which doesn't feel with any but confidence. But it also shows he will pay whatever it takes to get the best players. Yeah, but FFP is going to quickly tell him no, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Calm yourself. Um, but also on that point, I think he can because there's a lot. I think it's easier to win trophies. Not easier, there's more. But, but what new trophies are there? Is there more? I swear there's more. No, what competition's been added since Roman Abramovich came in in 2004? Yeah, but they're like changing formats and things like that. So I think it could become... Do you think, so do you... So, interesting side point. Do you think the Champions League's more easy to win? Yeah, it's a league format. But why does that make it more easy? Because you have ten games, right? Rather than six. Yeah. So if you're not on four... So do you think it increases the likelihood we'll see a less shocking winner? Does it decrease the chance for underdogs? Yeah. Why? Because, well, A, it depends what teams you draw. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so surely underdogs will be increased, thus making trophies for the big clubs harder oh, okay. to win. Yeah, no. My point was no, because the success under Abramovich was massive. It was, but that we never had a Fergie-type era, did we? It was always oh, these no, couple... Why not? Do you think anyone will ever dominate football in the way that Sarah Ferguson no. did? That was unbelievable. It was. That it was, was genuinely unparalleled. But well, unparalleled in terms of the English division, yeah. of course, Bayern Munich. But PSG. <laughs> well, even then, PSG slip up every now and, and then. Even like Jose Mourinho, he's just gone everywhere and done it all, hasn't he? Yeah. He's gone to every... other than Tottenham. Tottenham's the only club. No, Tottenham and Conte have there. won every single trophy. Ever won a trophy? Yeah. Every single club, sorry, they've been at other than. Um, Maybe Tottenham. you should go on about Tottenham. That's not what I talk about Tottenham. No. <laughs> I get so bored. I think Nuno's the same as well, isn't he? Nuno Esprit Santa, I, I think he's won a trophy. He, when, what did he win at Wolves? The uh, Skybet Championship, mate. Oh, yeah. And who's uh, Benfica before that or Porto? Porto. I imagine they won something. Oh, it's Porto, in it? So. Like the PT Cup or the Portuguese League Cup. Yeah. Um, great knowledge of Portuguese yeah. domestic cups but I, th- I think he can match the success of Roman Abramovich simply because he can outlast him oh, yeah. he can physically win the same trophies he'll never have the same rags to riches story uh, not in terms of Roman of yeah. course he is very affluent but in terms of the fact the club was a club that didn't have yeah. massive success we won trophies of course before the Abramovich era but never did we see the success we have since under Roman I... Abramovich so, but obviously, Bowley can't build the club up. You know, unless he becomes, he makes the Premier League his Bundesliga and Chelsea win everything. Yeah. If he does that, then fair enough. He's take that club to another level. Not to level. live in the past here, but I think we'd be in a much better situation if we still had Roman Abramovich. Yeah, simply because Antonio Rudiger and Andreas Christensen would still be here. Yeah, the squad would, would have been think, disrupted less that summer. I think either Tuchel would be in charge or Potter would still be in charge. I don't think he'd sack both of them in the season. I don't think Roman Abramovich would hire Grandpa. No, probably not. That's not. That's just not a Roman yeah. Abramovich. He's not a long-term project man. He's more of a... Marine, Mourinho would be back, potentially, come the end of the season. Oh, bring Roman and Mourinho back. Oh, <laughs> Roman Abramovich won't ever yeah, so the conclusion we've come to today is that the war was not great. Wow, shocking, I know. But uh, I think that's all for today. If you have enjoyed, make sure to leave a like. I think that is all but we, we have, have to, to discuss. Just to finish, we do have to get behind Bowley and Lamps now, though. The last, yeah. Last eight games of the season, yeah. you know, Champions League quarterfinals round Madrid. We have to, from, from a chess point, we have to back them to the hill. 
And if because if we do that and it fails, that's all right. We'll get rid of Frank Lampard. He'll never wear a Chelsea jacket ever again. Oh, he definitely um, will. Every night. He'll never wear. A I'm Chelsea. convinced he sleeps. He'll in never a stand on the Chelsea touchline. He will. He'll book a stadium tour. Every day yeah. that we're over. I, mean, I would love to see JT back as a, like an assistant manager, he's but he's out Leicester. Just got Leicester, yeah. yeah. We could also do a video on Leicester. We'll probably talk about that at some point. Leicester. Who knows? Dean Smith, Craig Shakespeare and JT, fans back together. Just sounds like a great night out. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Jamie Vardy. Yeah, yeah. Dino, Shakespeare and JT. Yeah. Anyway, that's all for yeah, today's podcast episode. I hope you've enjoyed it very much. I hope you've enjoyed us discussing Chelsea for a change. Uh, we don't like to talk about them too much because it brings us immense pain. But we'll yeah, cry. hopefully we'll you've enjoyed cry it. Tonight, <laughs> tune, in. tune into the stream this evening. Chelsea versus Real Madrid. It's probably not We're going to be very it. fun. But uh, but yeah, that is all for us today. Get involved in the conversation. Keep, uh, keep get involved in the comments section. Keep the conversation going down there. Want to hear from you guys? What your thoughts on this topic are? And of course, if you're new around here, make sure to hit that subscribe button. We're aiming for two and a half thousand subscribers this year. I set that goal last week. I can't yes. remember what day, but. We'd love to be able to hit it. I think we're... I think we can. Yeah, approaching 1,350 now, so... Yeah. 1.2 go to go. We've just got to double our sub count. Is it possible? Well, double hopefully you can it. help us realise it. But yeah, that is all from us today. Thank you all very much for watching or listening, and we'll see you next time. See ya.